Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Way of Life. I'm your host Gus Holland. Uh, today's going to be a question and answer episode. Um, had a few of you submit questions from uh, through Instagram uh, at Way of Life Podcast, um, and then also got a couple on the hotline, uh, which is three four six two zero zero seven one six eight. That's a hotline where you can just call and leave a message um, asking a question about whatever supplements exercise programs anything really anything you want to hear answered on the podcast Um, but um, I guess our first submission uh, was somebody that said am I too old at 51 to enter my first strongman competition Uh, you are not um most strongman competitions have a 50 year old plus um, category to com- compete in. Um, that is something that you'd fall into. Uh, and then also, it's customary to do your first one, two, or three meets um in the novice category so you could do either one of those and you'd be just fine um i'd suggest obviously doing at least one show in the novice um i think that's actually mandatory but uh you can go to ironpodium.com and you can look at all of your all, all upcoming strongman events and i believe you can search by area as well i'm not not sure, but, um, normally I, normally I do that or I type in like I'm, I'm based in Texas and I don't mind traveling to most places in Texas. So I just type in like Texas strongman events, 2022 and go through there. Um, iron podium is basically the go-to, um, for those events and each event is different. Um, but it will list all of the details and rules when you click on the event, uh, date, time, cost of registration, what equipment is allowed. Um, and then what events they'll be, um, having, you know, as far as, what lifts you're going to have to accomplish. Um, so that's another thing to go by. If you have some sort of injury or, or something, you know, being older, if you've been in the weightlifting community and say, you've got like, you know, a tricky shoulder or something, you don't want to do overhead press. Then you can go look through those events and pick stuff that pick events that have, the lifts that you want to compete in. But yeah, I all, I always like suggest that you go after something you want to do. Um, you're not too old. Another question that I received was based around an injury or an irritation. Um, somebody's sciatic area had kind of flared up. They're not quite sure what it was from. Um, it was, you know, exercise related. Oh, so their sciatic area had kind of flared up. It was giving them problems. Um, 
tension in the lower back. Um, you know, the kind of like burning pain all the way down their right leg. And they were wondering if you could continue to work out while that was healing, um, ways to help that heal faster. And, um, or also if they should just completely take a break or, you know, while that was getting resolved. Um, in my opinion, I would not stop training altogether. I would just do things that avoid that problem area. Uh, if it's your sciatic area, obviously you're not going to want to do something that puts too much pressure on your lower back or pulls it in a certain way that is irritating to that area. Um, it does not hurt to take a few days off. Obviously, uh, especially if it's like heavily inflamed or something like that, the, your health is top priority. Um, you can train through the healing process, though. I mean, there's still, if your lower back's, you know, recovering, you can still train arms, shoulders, um, some of your legs without messing with that area too much um it all depends on the level of damage to the area um and what actually irritates it i'm obviously i'm i'm not a doctor so if you go to the doctor and he's like yeah it's you know it's pretty jacked up you should take a few days off you should take a week off whatever um you don't really start seeing like uh an actual like a drop in strength that actually counts um, until the third or fourth week of not training at all. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, it, I would do whatever fits your lifestyle and your goals. Really, like if you're already ripped, you're already super strong, all that. Like just, I mean. Just take the time off, really, in in my opinion. But um, some people can't or don't want to do that, and that's cool, too. Um, another question that I received um, was someone that was younger that was looking for simple ways to increase muscle mass. Um, there's not really a simple way. It's all going to take dedication and time. Um, but if you're... You know, if you're a teenager, maybe and like looking to put on weight for football or or something like that, it's it's going to be greatly affected by what you consume on a daily basis. Um, if you're eating five or six small meals a day that come out to fifteen or eighteen hundred calories a day, and you're like, I don't know, I, I'm not gaining any weight. Well, you, you need to eat more. Um, you can that can be done by increasing your caloric intake as a whole, like from a day to day basis. Like if you go from fifteen hundred calories to twenty two hundred calories, you're going to start seeing an improvement in your uh, weight gain and your strength gains as long as you're training and stuff. Um, but that can be done by like if you prefer to eat smaller meals throughout the day, you just turn those five meals 
that are small meals into medium sized meals, you know, like as far as macros go. Um, or you can switch it up and you're like, well, I'm just going to eat three large meals a day with like two or three snacks in between, basically like a protein shake, uh, <clears throat> some beef jerky, uh, pr- a protein bar. There's like, I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff you can throw in there and it all, all depends on what you, what your goals are and everything. But, uh, that's going to be the main way that you're going to increase in size is eating more. And then what you're eating and how often you're training and the type of training you're doing will determine your body composition because you can not train at all and you can up your calories by a thousand or whatever. And you're going to gain weight. Um, the, amount of fat that you're going to gain doing that while not exercising versus doing that while exercising will, will differ. So keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing is, um, there's a question about training specific exercises, um, for training, um, sports or for a particular goal. Uh, even if you're like going to compete in strongman and everything, um, the number one thing, especially if you're a novice, <clears throat> excuse me, especially if you're a novice, is to complete. Make sure you've got the basics completely covered. Um, that means uh, you understand breathing. Well, you know, like during, through all the different exercises you do, you understand the right time to inhale, exhale. You know, it, like it sounds ridiculous, but it's it's actually something most athletes should google i see it all the time even from influencers um just not breathing not breathing properly or holding their breath while they're doing crazy exercises and stuff like um breathing uh, that's a basic bracing uh which is basically complete control of your core through weight, weight loaded exercises. Um, if you're running, there's run like running technique, um, going over, like knowing all your dynamic stretches versus your static stretches. Um, obviously I always suggest doing dynamic stretching before, um, weightlifting and not static. Um, static's fine to do afterward or on a recovery day, um, something like that. But the main thing is to cover all those basics before you're going into like specialized training. Um, and it won't take, uh, like, it won't take long. Like you can dedicate, if you're already fairly knowledgeable and you've been training and you've been doing sports or whatever, like you can really just brush up on those topics probably, um, but yeah, that's the main thing. Breathing, bracing, variations of stretching, you know, like static versus dynamic and uh, the bent pros and cons of those. Before I go, there are two topics that I wanted to talk about that weren't necessarily questions. They do pertain um, to the people that are listening, but uh, 
It's just been bothering me really that I've been seeing online. Um, two different things, the overuse and misuse of pre-workout and caffeine. Um, your, your body can only handle so much caffeine per day. Um, depending on what website you read, they, it normally varies between 500 and 600 milligrams per day of caffeine. Um, uh, Bonji, who was on an earlier episode and who is an actual, uh, medic and has been in the armed forces, um, has always told me 500 milligrams is like the max for the day. Um, if you're drinking two energy drinks a day, you're hit, you're definitely hitting that 500 a day. And depending on the brand, um, some of those would have you hitting six or 700 a day if you drink two. So, um, and that's not, that's not even talking about pre-workouts. I mean, there's pre-workouts out there that like for a serving have like 400 milligrams and your people are dry scooping that shit. And you're just taking 400 milligrams to like your body's getting it dumped in like a few seconds. And you're just overloading yourself at that point. And you're getting, uh, yeah, you're getting that desired effect. Cause they're basically, uh, people that are doing that are doing it either for video content or they see somebody else doing it for video content and we're like, oh, I'm going to try that. Uh, there's a lot of like risk factors with that. I would not ever suggest that. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Like, like dumping 400 milligrams into your system uh, with little to no water is, is not good. You're going to, you're probably going to feel sick and you're probably like going to ruin your, your performance during your training session. Honestly, um, there is a point of like diminishing returns. And once you start getting like jittery and nauseous, uh, you're, you're doing too much. So that's your body telling you to like chill out. Um, I've seen a lot of guys that don't, don't do pre-workout at all. Like they just go in and do the work, you know, like that's the main thing is to do the work keep track of your, your technique and your form and hit the, hit the target weights that you're doing. Um, definitely like motivation is always helpful. You know, music, pre-workout here and there, caffeine here and there, whatever. But just the main thing is like your health to take care of yourself. And on top of that, all that caffeine, like you, <laughs> you don't want to like shit yourself. Uh, mid workout or whatever. So that's going to be, that's going to be a party. Um, final thing I wanted to touch on is overcomplication of exercises. Um, doing this, like that's a very general statement, but doing that will, is just going to exhaust you over time. Not necessarily physically. I'm talking about mentally. Um, I see a lot of influencers that are, they're trying to like either hit the newest big trend or create something that 
hasn't been done, which is like always cool. Like innovation is key, but a lot of this shit is just overcomplication of things that you can do that are basic that you can find in old school books and magazines about body bodybuilding or weightlifting, powerlifting, strength training, whatever. Um, I see people like incorporating, I mean, like I saw a video the other day of somebody trying like basically incorporating parts of three different bicep curls into one movement. And it looks cool. And they're like, yeah, you're going to feel it. And yeah, you are going to feel it, but you're missing. It's real hard to explain, but like you're, if you start off, okay, we'll say you have your arm dropped and you start off, you know, the first top, first part of the exercise, first half of going up is from the first exercise. Then the second half is from the second exercise. And then going down is from the third exercise. You're, you're missing the pros. You're just missing a lot of benefit from each one of those movements by splitting them up like that. Like, you're, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it way more. Like I'll just do an example. Like you can, you can basically incorporate through twisting and all this other shit. You can, um, incorporate, incorporate a hammer curl into a bicep, you know, like a bicep curl into a hammer curl. And then, um, a reverse, reverse grip curl down. You know, if you just keep spinning your hand basically throughout the movement and you can, you can literally do set a, do a, grab a, whatever's comfortable for you somewhere between 10 and a 20 pounder dumbbell 25, maybe if you're like, whatever. Um, this is if you're like above average strength, basically. Uh, and it's going to vary based on your size, but you're going, you can do a set of eight, uh, and we'll just, just for the purpose of this explanation, we're just going to focus on one arm. So you're going to do a set of eight bicep curls, right? You're going to set the, the weight never changes. You set the weight down, maybe take a breather. Like I'm talking about like 10 seconds, um, pick, pick the dumbbell back up. Do a set of eight or yeah, probably set of eight hammer curls, set it down, take another 10 second breather, then same, same amount of weight. So, uh, reverse curl set one set of eight. Um, and then do that, do that cycle three times. You're going to get way more benefit from that than incorporating all of those movements into one exercise that you do for three sets of eight. I mean, and really it's because you're doing a lot more work, but you're going to, the benefits are going to be way better. Um, sometimes just haphazardly combining shit just to look cool or to try and do something new. Isn't necessarily always better. Um, I guess that's my little, soapbox rant for today. Uh, I do want to thank y'all so much for 
tuning in. Um, I have been sick on and off recently. That's why the episodes have been late. I do apologize for that. I also had to have a tooth pulled, uh, and I'm healing from that right now. Um, got some interviews scheduled, and we are back on track. So, do not worry about that. Uh, we will have an interview um, that should be coming out Wednesday. And if that's not ready for production, I have a solo episode for Wednesday coming out as well. Um, the Instagram, the hotline number, <clears throat> uh, and all the other information will be linked in the show notes below. Thank you all so much for again for listening. Merch is getting finalized uh, as far as who I'm going to go through for production and shipping and, and everything like that. I'm trying to uh, streamline that process as much as possible since I work multiple jobs. But once again, thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.